we're back on another episode of Line for Line, Kenosha's coolest podcast. I have a great gentleman in the building today. I'll let you introduce yourself to the world, young man, not as if they already don't know you. <laughs> My name's Ryan Order. Uh, I'm currently at UWM here, uh, playing baseball, finishing up school. Happy to be here. Yes, sir. I mean, this is exciting. This is a pretty cool spot yeah. you got set up here. Yes, sir. My first question, like, what is it like to be back on the home field that you know is home? You know, what, what does it feel like right now to be back out here? Well, we were talking about this earlier, and I was actually really, really surprised when I walked out here. I wasn't lucky enough to have this field, um, yeah. the turf and everything like that. Even, see, Marty's got some sweet stuff lined up on the fence out there, too. So yes, this sir. is all new to me, but... Um, it's it's awesome, you know, coming back here, you know, reliving some memories. Yeah, it's definitely what it's all about. Great names build great things, you know. So we didn't have guys like you coming through. <laughs> we probably wouldn't advance like this, you know. So let's just get started with this interview. Let's talk a little bit about that. What was it like playing for ITA baseball? Playing for ITA, I mean, it was it was special because everybody had their summer programs. Everybody had you know their independent ball clubs, but. Something about high school sports and something about being with your brothers every single day. Um, yeah. Seeing them through class. I mean, you have to get up at 7 a.m. every morning and then be with them all day before you get to be with them. So yes, sir. Something about high school sports was always um, top tier to me. And when it came to baseball at Indian Trail, like, I just felt like there was nothing better for us. And you know, we were here at a lucky time with yeah. a great coach. So was baseball well. your only sport you played? So I played basketball actually a little bit. I'm sure I'm going to have some friends give me some crap about that. But um, yeah. I didn't play um past freshman year in basketball in high school um, which is one of my biggest regrets oh wow yeah you were nice huh yeah i enjoyed it while i could though yeah what position did you play so i was a small forward four kind of power forward so mm-hmm. um they wouldn't let me leave the paint too much so oh really yeah. <laughs> so yeah. i didn't enjoy it too much but it was it was a good time so we're always running black tops and stuff like that so yeah. stay active with it yeah he told people at home a little bit what it was like to play alongside like names like a gavin lux you know yeah of course uh there, there were a lot of great ball players that came through in the intro we had nick elson kyle <laughs> antos griffin klein some of those good guys and, and being able to play under gavin uh as a year younger than him was, was pretty special i mean it was pretty surreal at times too when you would come to the ball field and you would see you know 50 professional scouts you know a couple from each team here watching him uh, yeah it kind of made things you know real for a second you're like holy crap this is legit so yeah gavin was great uh he always you never really knew when those scouts were around either because he would just act the same he was yeah. smooth he was confident and his play talked for itself. Yeah. What's your relationship like with him now? Good. I mean, every time he's back, he's gone all the time being in L.A., but every time he's back, he, he hits me up and we catch up and yeah. all that kind of stuff. That's we just got awesome. a house in Kenosha. So. Yeah. What's something that you try to model yourself after learning from him? I would say the confidence level that came with it. I know after he left, you know, senior year, it was me, Kyle, Griffin, and, and Nick, and we were trying to, you know, Nobody really took that leadership role right away, and, and we were trying to piece some things together. But looking at Gavin, um, man, he had it all his senior year and stuff like that. You could tell people would walk him every single time he was up to play. It was, yeah. it was pretty incredible. And some of those leadership qualities that he had were just, they're priceless because he did a lot for our team. Yeah. Um, leading us off, getting on base every single time, you know, being a good friend being a good brother stuff like that Mm -hmm. i mean it goes a long way yeah i can only imagine what's one thing that you've always taken with you from the ita program and your coach there yeah so coach schmidt was was great because we had 
laid-back fun practices, but we still got after it. Mm -hmm. So th that was what was important to us as a team, and I think we grew from that exponentially just because everybody came to the ballpark wanting to come to practice. Mm -hmm. You know, they wanted to compete, they were ready to go. We had music playing loud every day. Like, yeah. we were getting after it out here, and it was fun. We didn't really have a, we didn't have like a time set, everything like that. We would just get out here and compete. Yeah. And when the day was over, the day was over. Yes, that's, sir. that's the best part about it. Amazing. So tell us what got you started with baseball. Yeah, so growing up, I kind of played all the sports like everybody else. You know, I played basketball, football, um, clearly baseball. And I feel like as I got older, I thought I was headed more towards the basketball route. Mm -hmm. um, and then I hit a growth spurt and everything became a little bit easier on the mound. Yeah. Uh, and you know, things happen with the velocity. Um, you know, growing up, getting stronger, stuff like that, you know, that just helped you develop more on a baseball field than I would on a basketball court. Yeah. So, um, I just felt that I had the best chance to make it to the next level, college included, mm -hmm. uh, on the baseball field. So, yeah. I ran with it. What type of influences did you have around you at a young age that made, helped you stick with baseball? Yeah, I mean, a big one is R.J. Fergus up at Hitters Baseball. It was a, a summer team that we played for. Mm -hmm. um, some of the guys even on our Indian Trail team played for. Oh wow! Uh, he was he was a hard nosed guy that he still is that uh, expected the best from you and he got it out of you. And, uh, he was always a mentor of mine, um, working hard. Some older guys on the team, including my brother himself. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we had other guys like Manny Santana. He's a fun dude. Um, Kyle Washburn, all those guys, you know, it was always nice to show up to the field as a younger kid and see these guys putting in work and working hard, and it was, it was contagious. Yes, sir. What's one thing that you learned about baseball that you always kept near and dear to you? Yeah, that, that's a good one. That's, I would say, a lot of discipline, um, and, you know, understanding that not every day is going to be good, mm. you know. Um, baseball, especially pitching in general, it's a weird one because you can't really use your athleticism only uh, you know basketball if I was struggling on the court I can play defense you know I can contribute other ways you know, pitching it's it's a weird position to where if you're struggling on the mound it is you and yourself out there and you got to figure it out yes sir. Um, so that was kind of eye eye-opening for me especially once you get to the higher levels you kind of realize how much pressure and anxiety goes along with that but um, definitely um, a learning experience probably Definitely no regrets in my mind when it comes to that. Yeah. Yeah. What are some drills that you can use to make sure your arm is staying ready for, for these big games and like these big opportunities? Yeah. So we were training. Uh, I was talking to you about that not long ago.
lab had with that, it's like you just gotta eat everything you can. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's like, yeah, you see the bag of chips, it's probably not the best thing for your diet, but at the same time, it's like I need to put on these calories. Yes, so, sir. Yeah. Uh, really, anything at the moment, I'm just trying to put down. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we're at right now. Yeah. Let's, let's take a walk back down memory lane. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about some of the accolades that you accumulated while you were at the program at ITA. So, yeah. Uh, there were every year it was kind of something different um kind of a new learning experience and, um, kind of something new that i was striving towards i never really went for at the beginning of the year it was weird when it came to baseball because i never really went for um, the all conferences the all districts the all states like i never that was never really on my mind and after the season it definitely was i mean i thought about it like even coming up to the reward it was like i don't want to get that but at the same time it was the goal was always to win state, yeah. to make it to state first. Um, we had a lot of great players on our team. And some of the stuff that we did, I mean, record-wise and stuff like that, it, it's going to be tough to, to beat. But we, I know there are some things out there that we still wanted to accomplish uh, yeah, that we couldn't get done. But um, nevertheless, we had a state appearance my sophomore year in 2015. Um, I got to do that with my brother when he was a senior. supposed to meet up with your catcher and then everybody else meets up with you mm -hmm. uh, i'm sorry kyle i was i was just super excited i don't know what to do it was the yeah. first time doing that so i kind of just i don't really know i just threw the ball and 
was happy to be there. Let's go awesome. triumphant moment right now. Absolutely. You know? I'm pretty sure there's pictures of that in the paper and everything like oh, that yeah. too, right? Yeah, yes, that's, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. So what 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 happens after senior year? What's next after that? Yeah, so uh, had the decision to um, either go to college at Auburn University, which is a great school, mm-hmm. and deciding between the different colleges that I was choosing from. That's kind of where I saw myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, being best at, and I really wanted to choose, um, you know, a very highly competitive school, and that was my goal, uh, and instead of that, I actually got drafted right away out of high school, so oh, that, wow. was, that would have been the 36th round, so it was too late to um, kind of go ahead and do that and surpass college, so I decided to go to college, and at college, a lot of, you know, a lot of different things happened, it was a, it was a new experience for me, um, being far away from home, I'm, Auburn, Alabama, let's go. Big sports school, and it was exciting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was definitely ready for the challenge uh, coming in as a freshman, just trying to compete and get a spot there. I mean, that was it was a humbling experience too, because everybody else on that team was also one of the best players in their high school team. So yeah. it had nothing to do with um, prior accomplishments, because those are all out the window when it comes to the yeah. yeah, ready to compete. What was it like getting a call? So that was pretty surreal for me because um, that's just something that I'm always going to be able to say one day. I hold on to that, you know, humbly as a great experience in my life. Um, just because of all the work that I put in prior to that in order to accomplish that. Um, obviously, things didn't go exactly how I wanted them to. Uh, the plan was to go to Auburn for three years, get drafted again, and then get out again. Um, <laughs> But not everything happens like that. Uh, this world, a lot of crazy stuff happens. Mm-hmm. We all have a journey. Off track. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, but just the experience and being able to be called and hear my name called was, mm-hmm. was pretty incredible for my family. Yes, sir. What was life like down for you down at Auburn? Yeah, so it's totally different. It's absolutely um, a flip side of here. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's kind of ran differently. It's, it's a slower pace, but at the same time, very friendly people that mm-hmm. are excited to have you there and um, it was just it was I don't know if it was a lot I could say if it was too much it was it was like it was just it was a new experience for me and putting my foot into a new uh, new puddle that was pretty big at the time yeah, so sure. um, learned a lot from it and actually transitioned myself into Milwaukee mm-hmm. um, pretty well yeah. What were some things that you learned at Auburn that stayed with you till today? Yeah, that's that's a great question because I think being able to fail and learn from that failure is probably the most humbling experience of my life and mm-hmm. will forever be. Uh, because you go into this situation and you expect so highly of yourself, like you should. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to also understand, like I said earlier, that all those guys are great players. They're all there fighting for a job as much as you are teammates in college. You're still fighting with the next guy for that job. Mm-hmm. Um, now, with that being said, there were a lot of opportunities um, to win spots and stuff like that. In freshman year, I did okay and got on the field a decent amount, which was nice to be a freshman um, and kind of get that experience. But uh, following freshman year, uh, I actually had an injury in my right arm. Oh, it was no. called an ulnar nerve uh, problem. So ulnar neuritis I think it's called Mm -hmm. and it I don't even know how much physically it set me back but mentally it it set me back a milestone Um, I I'd never really been off 
capacity to be able to come back and throw through that injury. Um, a lot of that was no pain left, um, but afraid to kind of like, it was, it was a weird situation because when you start throwing again after being injured, you, your mind is telling you to take it easy because you don't want to get injured again. But your body wants to go. So I was always fighting with my mind and my body and trying to get my mechanics right. And uh, things were kind of a whirlwind down there um, after freshman year. Yeah. It was a definitely uh, amazing experience in my life to be able to learn from that, like mm -hmm. you said. Um, just the failures that came along with that. There were some successes, but uh, mostly the learning points that I've taken away. Yes, sir. Now I know you say uh, it took a lot on your mental. What are some things that um, help you when you're dealing with mental instabilities yeah. like that? That's what a great question because I feel like it's not talked about enough. Um, you know, mental health and uh, the anxiety that goes along with a 17, 18 year old kid um, competing at a high level like that. Some people are, are, are made for that, absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought I was made for that at in high school. I, you know, I felt on top of the world. And I'm sure a lot of guys felt that way at Auburn that I played with, but there were many guys as well as myself that got into that kind of hole and didn't really know how to dig themselves out. So um, thankfully they had sports psychologists down there. Nice. Um, nice. Got after that kind of stuff. Yeah. Started doing a little bit of meditation, all Let's that kind go. of stuff to just relax the mind. Because uh, I feel like a lot of times when you're struggling like that, continue to take your struggles and bring it outside of the field with you yeah. and then it affects other parts of your life as well but in reality the best way to do it is to just flush it when you leave the field yes, you're ready for the next day yes Absolutely. sir yes sir now take us a little bit through about what it was like getting ready to transition into going to milwaukee like what influenced yeah. that decision and how did you go about that so an, another fun thing that happened my junior year well not fun but um prior to the season i actually had a collapsed lung oh so, wow Prior to my junior year, started uh, my lung actually collapsed. So that took me again. Uh, we were getting ready for a scrimmage that next day, and I felt something, and I felt like I needed to go talk to somebody. And we did some X-rays and um, some EKGs, and uh, yeah, found out that I had a collapsed lung, and we needed to take care of that. So that really took me out another um, another season. So that would have been two seasons in a row now that. I hadn't competed at Auburn, so I, I talked with my coach, and he was on my side 100% of the way. We, we talked about how this probably wasn't the best fit anymore, and that um, maybe getting closer to home, and you know, still competing at a high Division One level in Milwaukee, take nothing away from the players that I played with there. They're all great ball players. I mean, the difference between that high-level college baseball um, and more the middle end of Division One is it's it's so close. A lot of our guys understand that at Milwaukee, and that's something that I can take from Auburn and bring to Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. um, kind of that role to understand a lot of the younger guys that um, things aren't going to be, uh, things aren't going to go every single time how you want them to, especially in college, um, playing every single day. So, you know, that, that transition was basically a conversation with my head coach that um, it would probably be a better fit elsewhere. So um, we talked about that. He, he allowed me to sign. He allowed to sign off on that, so it made it easier through the NCA with all the rules and crap they got going on. But yeah, allowed me to come back home, push to Milwaukee, uh, hit the transfer portal, and yeah, last year was a blast. So yeah. best decision of my life. Amazing. What was it like being welcomed to Milwaukee, being like the hometown of Wisconsin kid? Yeah. So I definitely felt that. Uh, 
you know, I felt that I was coming from Auburn and now going to Milwaukee, so, you know, there's definitely that feeling of, hey, I can do this here, like, I can compete here, and then there's that feeling of, hey, this isn't, this is no joke, like, these guys are ready to compete too, and they, they see me coming in, and it's, it's another guy trying to take another spot, so yeah. it's, it's competitive, but it's, all those guys are great at Milwaukee, I mean, they're, couldn't ask for better teammates, and those guys are competing with me every single day, and we're putting it on the line, so, yeah. it's a blast, so, it's been a great experience. What's it like preparing for your upcoming season now? Yeah, so, this has been a blessing because I've gone through a full year now without really a, a hiccup or a big injury. So, um, you know, you get banged up every once in a while here and there, but uh, right now it's been about a good year of throwing. So now I feel like I'm getting back on track, uh, getting my feet back under me, and, you know, ready to go win some championships in Milwaukee. Yes, sir. What are some things that they've taught you at Milwaukee that you're knowing that you're going to keep with you as well? This is a great question because um, a lot of people don't understand that at the higher level, um, the coaches, it's its not even necessarily that the coaches are at a higher IQ as well. I mean, it, it's its truly um, subjective when you talk about who you think develops better and everything like that. But in my personal experience, I like the way I developed at Milwaukee. I like the way I am developing at Milwaukee because uh, I got great coaches over there, Coach Duffick and Coach Bigler, Coach Wagner, uh, and then Coach Mike Picaro, who's actually the head coach of the Kingfish. So all those guys have been so great with the transition for me and yeah. um, helping me understand that um, the development process should be your own. Um, you know, sometimes at Auburn I got caught up in trying to be somebody that I wasn't. Oh wow! Yeah, and it was it was a humbling experience to say the least. But you know I would look at guys like old teammates Tanner Burns, who's now competing with the Cleveland Indians. Uh, when I played with him at Auburn, it was I remember he said once to one of the coaches we had there. Uh, they're like, why don't you do this? And he's like, because I'm not that person. I'm Tanner Burns. And it was like, oh, wow. when I heard that, I was like, wow, that's pretty eye-opening there. Mm -hmm. So when when I heard him talk like that, I was like, that's the kind of confidence you need to instill in yourself. You need to be able to know that you can develop on your own mm -hmm. and uh, kind of have this journey be your journey and not somebody else's. And right. coaches at Milwaukee are all on board for that. That's all it's about. That's what I love. What are some things that you would like give to like the younger generation who are trying to be the next Ryan Porter or the next star to make it to the MLB? Yeah, so what I would tell them is don't try to be the next Ryan Porter. Try yeah. to be the next yourself. You know, um, there's so many experiences and so many lessons that you can take from my story and many other athletes' stories of being at the highest level. You know, feeling great like that and then having something knock you off your, you know, knock you off your shoes. And, doesn't matter where you go out of high school a lot of people get caught up in that I got caught up in it you know trying to find the biggest and the baddest school to go to mm -hmm. um, when in reality it probably wasn't the best decision for me um, and for a lot of kids going to some schools that are um, some big schools sometimes it's not the best decision for them um, got to understand like I said earlier that these kids are all all great athletes and that's not to say that you're shying away from any competitive nature it's just um, sometimes the pace of it 
and development needs to be done a different way and that's what's best for some kids so don't ever get caught up in you know the auburn university versus uh the university of milwaukee because milwaukee is you know we've we just competed for uh horizon league championship Mm -hmm. uh, a couple months ago so that being able to do that i would way rather do that and be a part of it than to go to omaha and me not even be in omaha because Mm -hmm. i'm on a red shirt so that's my honest opinion I, i think that being able to um, not get caught up in the highlight of it mm-hmm. is very important. Yes, sir. Now, I know as they say, some professions are synonymous, me being in the media. What are some things that you can tell me about keeping my head up when certain things don't go the way that I expected them to go? Absolutely. You know, obviously, everything's not always going to go your way, and you right. have to learn how you have to learn the word no at times as well, too. Right. So, um, they're kind of similar in a sense. You know, you're, you're trying to get out there, you're trying to get clientele, you're trying to get big names, you're trying to build your brand Mm -hmm. and that's all i'm trying to do is build my brand Um, we both have our own brands and um, the only way that i can take my brand to the next level is by putting positive energy around it Mm -hmm. working hard and knowing that i'm doing the right thing and like you said the other day it kind of just so happens that you run into certain situations that that are uh, you're so grateful for yes sir and uh, yeah I, i i that's what i believe in yes sir i definitely appreciate that sir as we just wrapped up a great episode of Line for Line. Yeah. We appreciate you for coming, sir. Absolutely. That hey, being it was a said, blast for being here. Yes, Thank sir. you so much. Nobody better. Line yeah. for Line. Yes, sir. Appreciate that it. That being said, all I need you to say, hey, this is Ryan Horder. You are now tuned into Line for Line. Hey, this is Ryan Horder. You are now tuned in to Line to Line. Let's go. Appreciate Line it, sir. Line for Line. All righty then.